Hello, listeners, and welcome to COVID Coffee Chats at UCalgary, a podcast brought to you by the Taylor Institute for Teaching and Learning. My name is Maya Anderson, and I'll be your host for this podcast. I'm a grad student in the Workland School of Education, and I'm interested in finding out more about teaching and learning during COVID-19. I feel like we all have incredible stories and insights about how this pandemic has changed our lives and how it's changed the way we teach and the way we learn. So each episode, I'll chat with a UCalgarian and get their take on what teaching and learning has been like during COVID-19. And perhaps if we share these stories, we can learn a thing or two. So pour yourself a cup of coffee and enjoy the show. So with me this afternoon, I have Asad from the Students' Union. He is the Vice President of Student Life. How are you doing? I'm excellent. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome, and thanks for coming on the show with me. So could you start by giving us a brief introduction to who you are, what you do for Students' Union, and what you're studying here at UCalgary? Yeah, of course. Uh, so just a little bit about me before I get into the position. My name is Asad Alibek. I'm uh, Vice President of Student Life at the University of Calgary's Students' Union. Uh, But before that, I'm a student. Um, So I'm majoring in philosophy, uh, bachelor's of arts, um, you know, almost there, almost at the end, uh, but I don't want it to end. So I'm trying to stretch it to the end (laughs) here. Um, You know, I always say they they got rid of me in high school, but they can't do it at university. So I'm going to (laughs) stay forever. Um, and so, I, again, I am the vice president of student life at the University of Calgary, and, and basically the things that fall within my portfolio, um, very simply, is everything non-academic. These are things like um, the mental health and well-being of students, their physical health as well, um, non-academic misconduct, um, sexual violence prevention and advocacy on our campuses, Uh, work relating to equity, diversity, and inclusion, uh, student clubs, and much more. Wow, sounds like a a busy life you have right now. Yeah, it's, um, I wouldn't have it any other way. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's definitely a good busy. Excellent, that's great. So um, in terms of learning through COVID, how are things going for you? The transition has not been too bad for me. Um, I'm at a point in my academic career where all my courses are seminar courses. I I speak to professors super directly. Um, I only have four or five, up to 10 uh, students in my courses. Uh, So it's super easy. And and mind you, because I work full-time at the Students' Union, I'm I'm only allowed to take one course. Um, And so, I have it really easy compared to a lot of students who are uh, struggling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what have you heard from other students? Have they, how are things going generally for them? I know that we have lots of students and they have lots of different stories, but how are you finding kind of the mood between for all of the students? It's, it's been a difficult year for many students and for many, many different reasons as well. Uh, assessments have been difficult for students. They, they're trying to adjust to the new form of assessments. And um, what, what we've actually found is instead of having these huge midterms um, and finals that we, you know, students come to learn and, you know, somewhat love, um, <laughs> but also hate, 
Mm -hmm. uh, because this transition to online has occurred, professors have went to a different model where they'll give you more assessments uh, that are worth less, which in theory is awesome, right? We're like, thank you so much. But then when you consider students who are taking four, maybe five courses, that adds up to a many, many, many small assignments that are due almost every day. And so students are just tired. They're burnt out. And um, there's a lot of studies coming out just on Zoom fatigue and how that's so much more difficult to cope with as opposed to just regular uh, in class educational fatigue. Um, and so there's so many different layers to it. A lot of students, we, we did a survey and found a lot of students couldn't find summer employment um, be just because of COVID. Um, and so many students elected to just take spring and summer courses. So these students, some of them have been just continuously going since September of last year. And it's just, there's no end. And I, I feel for them because the burnout is real and it's difficult. It's difficult for sure. Absolutely. So you mentioned that part of your portfolio with Students Union is the mental health and well-being of students and doing initiatives for that. So what are some of the things that you've done this year in particular? Of course. So one of my big, big ideas was actually not to create a new big idea, right? My, my goal was to highlight the existing um, institutions, the existing activities, the existing uh, workshops and resources that students can reach out to um, just to prevent me coming up with something that might already exist or not. Um, and then, you know, my time comes to an end. Obviously, this is for one term and then poof, that's gone. Um, so I was like, you know what? We have amazing services provided by the SU Wellness Center. We have amazing services provided by things like uh, the Women's Resource Center, Faith and Spirituality Center, the Community Hub, um, just to name a few things. Leadership and student engagement does amazing uh, work as well. And I was like, you know what? Let's just focus on what we can get to students. So one of my big um, things is the, I see a lot of value in peer support. And, and I've had students tell me that. So this is just, this is not just my idea. During my campaign, during just speaking to students, they're like, you know, it would be really cool, Asad. And I'm like, hey, what? Uh, and they're like, if we as students could get some sort of training and talk to other students. And I'm like, that sounds amazing. That sounds a lot like peer support. And they're like, yeah, you should do that. And I'm like, honestly, I would but it already exists <laughs> and, and it, it's such a great uh resource that is not used to its full capacity or, or at least what i envision for it right and so um, one of my initiatives this year was to partner up with the vice provost of library and cultural resources mm -hmm. and actually get the peer support um out there through the library right so now the librarians are trained uh, they know what it is and they can direct students to it um it, it it appears in the the library website and so um yeah we're just small but hopefully large uh, large implications in the long run mm -hmm, absolutely that sounds like a great program have you been able to do that remotely yeah yeah so they ran into some issues with um, 
privacy and such in this issues i mean like prior to be commencing right they had to figure out a lot of um privacy um issues that could have arise uh, or arose and so they they did they did their due, due diligence and properly preparing for uh, and they've actually launched this peer program virtually where students can um, hop on and like a drop-in session um, I believe the times are 11 to 2 Mondays and Wednesdays I could be wrong mm -hmm. uh, but it's it's that sort of time frame where uh, students are just available via Zoom. You can just hop on there, speak, and these are these might be your peers, but they actually go through a lot of training, uh, and they're really well equipped to to speak to other students. Amazing. So, are, is that quite a popular program? Are you finding that? Um, well, it, it's it's tough to say right now because it, it just launched, and so it we don't really know. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, it's it's definitely something I can follow up with and, and check the progress for, for mm -hmm. sure. And is this something that you're planning on continuing next term and beyond? Yeah, of course, of course. So this uh, this program is overseen by the SU Wellness Center, um, existed in the past. It currently exists, and I hope it goes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Sounds good. So. In terms of challenges, I, you kind of addressed a few of them, but what have you found to be challenging, particularly challenging about moving to remote learning? Uh, me, I'm a very sociable person. And, and I mean, I, I love my family dearly, don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> but when, when my family is the only people I see, um, it, it gets difficult after a while, right? I mean, I, I wish I could see my family every single day. And, you know, I'm very fortunate. I'm very lucky that I do get to, um, and that I do have a loving family at home. You know, that, mm -hmm. that should not be understated. You know, I'm very grateful for that. Um, uh, I just miss all my friends, you know, um, and more than just my friends, it's just the random people that you just walk by. You know, the just familiar faces here and there, because, you know, you got an 11 o'clock class that you got to go from X to Y, but someone's walking Y to X and you just see them in passing. Mm -hmm. It's those kinds of things that, you know, it's just whatever at the time. But now you're like, huh, I don't see anyone hopping from one Zoom to another, right? <laughs> like, you don't, you don't cross paths at all. So it, it is the social aspect has been the most difficult on me personally. Have you been able to do anything like via Zoom to meet up with friends or or peers, um, and especially your team at, at Students Union? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. We uh, at at the Students Union we we have our uh, weekly meetings. Um, we have you know daily calls that I, I just get on the phone and I call these people. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm like, hey, um, what's up? And I'm like, literally nothing. I just want to say, I just want to see what you've been up to. That's all, you know. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. at the end of the conversation there's no oh by the way can you do this it's just you know yeah. oh nice okay well thanks bye <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh and so yeah and you know the the work that the su clubs are doing should also not go without saying they're doing amazing work at providing great programming online giving students the opportunity to meet one another um for example i'm an undergrad in philosophy so there is a philosophy club and there's there's 
bi-weekly events where there's just a philosophy topic. You go and you chat with uh, people that are like-minded of all uh, backgrounds. Some people just come with ideas. Other people come with sources on sources. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's a very welcoming environment where, you know, you can just go and chat. Um, and so that's just one case out of hundreds of clubs who are doing such amazing work. So um, that, that's one way to stay in touch is via Zoom. Um, and through clubs. Excellent. It sounds like it's a lot of connecting just to connect and keep keep those connections alive while you're isolated from one another for sure. So um, are, would you say there have been any, any successes of this experience? Oh, see, I'm, I'm that person. <laughs> I only sees the successes, the successes mm-hmm. me of this. And uh, and it's funny because I'm just going to contradict everything I said <laughs> ago, but being home is such a blessing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because some days I'm, I'm literally at work at maybe starting at 9, 930. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like meetings. So I'll, I'll work every day from nine to five, uh, but I'll be in meetings from nine until literally 830 at night. And, and I imagine I'm like, if I was not home, these days, I probably wouldn't even see my family, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'd leave as they were waking up and I'd come home as everyone was trying to get ready for bed. And so I'm like, you know, being being able to work from home, if I have like a 10 minute break, that's 10 minutes I can go see everyone. Mm-hmm. I can't do that at work, right? If I'm in the office, I got 10 minutes off. I'm like, okay, now I can, you know, maybe go to the washroom, maybe have a snack or something, uh, see everyone at work, which is awesome. I miss those guys. Um, but I wouldn't be able to see my family as much. So that's been great. And um, y- you know what else has been great? It actually is not having to jump from one room to another, like through like a physical means, <laughs> uh, because I can't imagine it. It doesn't make sense to me. I actually had to ask somebody because my term has all been online, right? I'm like, I'm like, before this, how did you go from a two o'clock to a three o'clock? Like, did you leave early or did you have to walk in late? <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't make sense. Because right. at 59, I'm like, okay, bye guys. And at three o'clock, I'm in a whole other meeting. Mm-hmm. If I had to travel across campus, I don't know how I do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so definitely transportation has become a lot easier. Mm-hmm, for sure. That sounds... Yeah, that's actually really interesting. I never really thought about it that way. But yeah, absolutely. There's that flexibility there for you. So is there anything that you wish you had known at the beginning of this? If you could go back to the beginning and tell yourself something, what would you tell yourself? Oh, that it, that it's going to last. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, I, I made all the preparations and I planned for it to last, right? Because when we, when we get into the office, um, the first thing we do is we plan. And, and the, the budgeting and the planning are the first thing that happened and start doing everything else. And so, you know, while budgeting and planning, I'm like, okay, well, here's, you know, the worst case scenario, if this happens and well, if everything goes perfect and it's all gone by August, well, this is what we can do. Um, And so I I wish I had known that it was going to get worse. It wasn't just going to get, it wasn't just going to last. It was going to get worse. Um, because had I known that, um, 
I probably would have denied it, to be honest. I would be like, no, 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 come on. We're going to be okay. Um, but maybe, I, I don't know. I don't know what I could have done different, to be honest. Um, but it would have been nice just to, just to know. Just to have that foresight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So moving forward, is there anything that you hope will continue or change as we move into winter term, I guess, now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, well. There's a lot of things that I hope, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's, there's many things that I hope will change. Um, but, it, you know, sticking to what we could expect as a change, I think a lot of the expectations are what I, what I hope to change, right? People have a sense of experience now. Um, they, they get it on a level that they might not have prior. Um, and hopefully that experience pays off for students in a positive way. Obviously, a bunch of unique challenges will arise in the winter that did not arise in the fall. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I, I really hope that um, myself, my team, uh, and students really got valuable experience and, and knowledge through working and studying and just surviving and enduring the winter or the fall semester um, that I hope will help out in the winter semester. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's definitely a test of resilience right now. Oh, for, for sure. All of us. Yeah. And uh, I, I just have to add, um, you know, students, they're so resilient, um, but I hate that they have to be. You know, I wish I wish that students did not have to be so resilient and they didn't have to uh, be so strong all the time. You know, I wish I wish you could just take a break where um, and it was like socially acceptable for them to relax <laughs> and break. Uh, because one of the first things I realized working is I don't need to work 100 percent of the day, um, which is so hard as a student because I would go home at five o'clock and I'd get an email at six and I'd reply right away. Mm -hmm. And then the other person would be like, why are you replying? I'm like, because I got an email. And they're like, no, 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 no. You're off the clock. Stop working. Um, and I'm like, no, because it's that student mentality, right? When, when you mm -hmm. have an exam to study for, you're not working eight to eight to four, nine to five, 10 to six, you don't have set hours. And so you're just working all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's, it's this toughness that, and resilience that students have to just continue to persevere and endure that I really wish they didn't have to do, but you know, it's just, uh, it's just what we got. So it's what we work with. Exactly. Well, hopefully it will all be over soon and go back to somewhat normal. Mm -hmm. I we really will see. That. Yeah. So I know you're very busy. Is there anything else that you'd like to share before we go? Oh, what would I like to share? I'd just like to share um, some, I like to like offer myself up as a resource, right? There's, there's many avenues and many resources that I can connect a lot of students with, uh, that I'm happy to connect a lot of students with. Uh, and I just wish more students would reach out. Um, you guys can reach me out on my uh, email, obviously, at su. Uh, VP life at ucalgary.ca. You guys can find me at the, you know, obviously in the 
uh, SU website, which is su.ucalgary.ca. You guys can reach me out on the less professional level, uh, more of a personal level on Instagram at VPSL underscore Ali Bick. And yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that I can help with. There's a lot of things that I cannot help with. Um, but regardless of that, I'm willing to listen. Right. And so if you're a student listening to this and you just want to reach out and say, hey, I got academic help I, or I need some sort of academic help. And I, I stated earlier that I deal with everything not academic. That's mm-hmm. completely OK, because I can find you somebody that can help you a little more. And so, you know, regardless of whatever uh, you may need, please do reach out. Um, I'm always willing to chat. Always uh, happy to help. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us and I hope things go well for you in the rest of the, the term. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Maya. I do appreciate it a lot and I, and I appreciate your kind words. Well, folks, that was my coffee chat with Assad from Students Union. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It was wonderful to hear your perspective on being a student as well as a member of Students Union through COVID-19. And thank you to you for listening. For more information on the project, visit the website at covidcoffeechats.ucalgaryblogs.ca. And if you'd like to connect with me, feel free to email me at maya.anderson at ucalgary.ca. Take care and see you next time.